Welcome to the Mindset Meets Money podcast, where money makes sense. We provide tactical advice to help high-income earners make logical decisions with their money. What is our bias that we're talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about confirmation bias. All right. Give me more details. Okay. So uh, confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, uh, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one's prior beliefs. All right, say that in English. In English. I'm like, okay. you just read the definition. I did just read the definition. Yeah. I didn't memorize it. That's my fault. So, uh, <laughs> confirmation bias, uh, in practice, what this is, uh, uh, people will look back. They'll, 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 it's I told you so bias, right? Yeah. So, people will not call an event before the event happens. Then the event happens and they'll say, see, I told you that happened and what that was going to happen. And they'll look back to try to find things. That would have supported their belief. So I, I've been around a ton of people that will do, I told you so, and they're like, you know, I knew if X got elected, um, the market was going to do this, or I, you know, I told you crypto was going to go down and mm-hmm. NFTs were BS, or, mm-hmm. you know, we knew Tesla that Elon couldn't be able to do that. So people will make comments like that afterwards, but I, I don't understand how that affects your decision making when you're making an investment. So sure. our listeners are sitting here going, all right, I want to be aware of, of how I think and how I feel and how I behave. So I don't make poor decisions with choosing my investments. How does confirmation bias deal with that? And what should we be looking for as an investor? So let's look at, and this is not a political discussion whatsoever, but let's look at the last two uh, political regimes in the country, right? You had, you had the Trump administration, you have Biden administration currently. Oh man, you you got people already feeling emotions right now on the other side. As soon as you even said it, I I know, I know myself included. Yeah. So the, the, um, but let's in every single presidential changeover, right? You switch from one party to the next. There's a swath of humanity that turns and says the market's going to drop because X got elected, right? Happened when Trump got elected, happened when Biden got elected. Yeah. Right? Now, in in hindsight, you had a bunch of people who said Trump got elected. I'm pulling my money out of the market. I don't you know, I think he's going to be a disaster. And the market actually did quite well under him. I, I don't attribute any benefit to 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 the, the the situation people did the exact same thing biden gets elected and they say i'm pulling my money out of the market because biden got elected right now where this becomes detrimental is the truth of it the president has relatively little little control over what happens in the stock market right you yeah. know uh but for those people who now go back because the market has declined a little bit in the last in the last year while biden has been president they're gonna say see i told you so and so now that poisons them for their next decision because this gives them confidence that they were able to find that they had the right judgment when it was totally a toss up. So it's just a fake confidence level. Correct. So it's a matter of you think you're better at you are than investing because you're actually not remembering what you were saying back then. Right. Um, so is it typically that you you're just recalling differently? on it or is it that you said it you didn't do anything about it and then it's you're confirming that you were right well it's hindsight's 2020 right, right. And, so, and so um you know take it out of the investing world for a second so i've, I've got a because this happens in all aspects of life right all these biases you can put in the investing world the financial world or you can take it out in, in, <clears throat> in regular retail yeah uh, or just normal life i got a buddy from college who is absolutely head over heels in love with this one girl um she's a very nice girl so she's polite to him she responds to his text messages right. you know but he, she has zero interest in him and he will go back and say, he will look for confirmation of his belief that she is into him 
by looking back and saying, see, look, she said this or she said that. Yeah. And it poisons his next steps forward because <laughs> he's got no shot and he's he's clinging to every nice thing this poor girl does because right. she's just a nice person. And you know, so it poisons his next steps. Has he always had bad luck with girls and just believes that they all no, are he's, no, no, he, no, he, in this particular instance, he's just down the rabbit hole. It's just, <laughs> okay. there's, there's, there's no there's no help for him on this one. Good deal. So he's right. actually going back and reading um, text beforehand saying that that is uh, that's confirming she's just, into him. But it's correct. not. Correct, correct, correct. And so bring it back to the investing uh, world. Yeah, right? this is a unique <laughs> analogy for you to go to. Here. I used that one in class the other day and it's like over the head of half the people I talked to. <laughs> but the, the, uh, um, I think you just like busting your buddy's chops uh, on this uh, more fair, than, uh, more very, than very, very fair. <laughs> Poor guy doesn't even know what's happening. Yeah. Um, but the, so bring it back to the investing world. So again, it's, it's looking backward in, actions that happened after the fact and using those as confirmation that your decision was the right decision, right? Now, we all know market timing doesn't work, right? Uh, if you attempt to time, I always tell people, um, if I ever tell you that we're going to time the market, you need to fire me as your advisor and run away from me, right? Uh, so many studies show that that it's just, it's it's an impossible game. Yeah, you might, you might get it right a couple of times, but it's straight luck. On that part, it's not that you're doing it correctly. There's, there's that book, The Psychology of Money, and they gave the example of a guy. Um, that was actually really interesting. So during the Great Depression, and when uh, was it 1927 when the market took it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he was coming home, and his wife and his mother in law thought that he lost everything. And they're like, this is when people were jumping out windows, mm-hmm. people were just disappearing on Wall Street. And uh, came home and he started to see, hear his wife talk about um, how she was worried, are you okay? And the mother-in-law is hiding in the other room. And he realized going, they're, they're scared that something happened. He goes, no, this was the best day in the market ever. I shorted the market during this time. Mm. We're richer than we ever were. We're doing great at this point. Now he believed he was really good at that point. Mm-hmm. Fast forward two years later, the guy lost everything on some bad bets he did disappear and ended up committing suicide yep. afterwards. And that. Yep. so, um, you know, it's one of those times where you can get it right, um, but it's going to be very hard to time the market right. on a consistent, regular right. basis all the time. And then what it does is it creates an overconfidence in your ability and you go and you get crushed eventually. Right. Yep. It, it, and then we talked about this in, in, in a previous yeah, It's like podcast. when you're gambling, it's like, you, you know, you start winning more and more and more and you make bigger bets. You should, you know, and then my father taught me that my father should be, should be teaching me about gambling, but he always said, whatever you go up by, whatever percentage you're to put in, say if you're doing a hundred dollars at a time, you know, make sure you're going down a hundred dollars at a time. Mm. You're not making those bigger bets, the thousand, two thousand dollars, just because you have a bigger pile of money. Now I've never been able to, to follow that at all. It's a whole different discussion to have. We'll, oh, is we'll, this we'll another save, bias? We'll, no, we'll save that no that's just like i teach you how to gamble we'll do, we'll do, that. We'll do that. <laughs> i don't want to know how to gamble we'll, we'll do that i've done we'll, all right in my life without gambling so i'm not we'll, gonna we'll go do that on a diff- we'll do that on a different one um maybe maybe we won't film that one um but the uh yeah so the issue- gamble with your money though no, I'm going to gamble with your money. I'm going to show you how to do it with your money. We'll go to the, we'll go to the hard rock. I'll gamble with your money. So the, the way to do this, uh, uh, the way to, to, to kind of not fall prey to this is, is to realize that, um, our base instincts, right? You, first of all, you got to harness your base instincts in a, in a lot of these instances, right? Yep. You're emotionally driven base instincts, right? I, I feel the market will do. Remember we talked about when you're using, I feel, or I think yep. language. So I feel the market's going to do this. Okay. Right then and there, you got to take a deep breath. You got to slow down. But more importantly, if you would have been right, right, I feel the market's going to go down because Joe Biden got elected. It's nothing to do with it. But 
the market did decline recently and Biden happens to be the president. In order to not fall prey to now force yourself into bad decisions uh, based off of that, you cannot look back and say, see, look, I would have been right. Or see this, I told you here, 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 I told you so. The second so, you're saying so I told you so, you made so a mistake. So the key part is, is is you're making decisions in the future of how you're managing your money and where you're putting your money there. You don't want to make those decisions based on past bets because you felt like you did a good past bet beforehand, whether you did or you didn't, or in hindsight, you believe you you know, you missed this because oh, I know I should have bought that stock. Right. I, I told you should have bought that stock and it went up. Right. And now you feel like you should buy because um, this time because you have a confidence that you made some good decisions beforehand right. in hindsight, which you might not have. Right. And so that 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 part where making decisions based on the future should be based on the facts with the investment that you're investing in, based on the existing economic um, situation and environment. And you're making a decision based on what you believe the future is going to be or your diversified portfolio that you're building right. and not based on past events right. on it. Right. Is, that, is that basically what you're saying? Completely. You may, you make a good bet in the past. Doesn't mean that you're skilled. I mean, you know, potentially you just got lucky. Yeah. You, you, you called something that, that, that happened and you didn't take action on it. Now you go on tilt and you're, and you're, you know, you're making emotionally charged decisions going forward. You got to cut that off. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. So if you're an investor at this point and, and you just heard um, this side, is it back to the I feel things you're looking for? Is there any other indicators that you can see yourself um, using that confirmation bias uh, and it's affecting you? Whenever you look backwards, right, you're looking backwards to try to prove your thesis. Yeah. Right. That's immediately you're going to fall prey to this. Right. And so. Uh, uh, decisions are made and you have to be comfortable with the decision and then move forward with it. So talk me through this because there's a lot of um, a lot of economists will say, you know, the last time that um, the environment had these indicators, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. How is that different than what you're saying here with confirmation bias looking to past, right? Okay. So like, I'm like, okay, last time interest rates were going up, here's how bonds reacted and stocks reacted with going through it. And you're using fact paths and patterns that you've seen in the past to be able to indicate it, which honestly a lot of traders do sure. and a lot of investors do, and they do successfully by being able to look in the past and that. Good. But now we're saying don't look in the past. No, no, no. Where's the difference? Did you hear what you said there though? Fact, right? You, were sta you weren't stating feelings. You weren't yeah. stating I thinks. You weren't stating emotions. Mm -hmm. You were stating fact. Last time interest rates did this, bonds did that. Okay. Yeah. If it is a factual representation, looking back in history to give you a better guidance to what you should do in the future is exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's more along the, I feel the market will go down because Biden got elected. I feel the market will go down because Trump got elected and then whatever happens. And then you're looking back to say, see, I told you so. Right. Okay. So if you took that same set and I, you know, Every time a Democrat is, we'll just stick with this analogy, and mm -hmm. I know it's probably a polarizing analogy to sure. stick with, but sure, sure. Um, every time a Democrat's elected, here's what typically happens in the next four years. Um, is that's a fact-based piece because you can go back and do it. Mm -hmm. Would that be confirmation bias at that point? Or, and you should watch it or, or you should not even consider that, um, that fact pattern, uh, in your decision making. So, so, right. Okay. Right. What you said there is it's, it's two very different things, right? So it's, um, 
the truth of it is, it doesn't matter who's in office, the market goes up, typically yeah. over long periods of time. Yep. There, there's a great study that shows... Yeah, the average recession or the average down market is 18 months, so right. you're going to, in general, have an up market over four years. Right, but, there, but there's a great study that goes back, uh, 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 capital, uh, um, capital investors do this, where they, show, they go back and they show, here's what the market did under each president's terms, yep. right? And it's <clears throat> pretty even... Republican and Democrat, it goes up, right? So it doesn't matter. So you're, you're what the comment you made there was half emotion. So-and-so, so-and-so party gets in office and, and this happens. Yep. And in truth, you're not using the fact pattern that that, that actually happens. Right. Yep. And so whenever you're using an emotional based look back, yep. that's when things are not valid. Gotcha. Right. If you can go, if you can go back and say, like, I like what you said earlier, last time interest rates did this bonds did that. Yep. That is factual. You can prove it. It's 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 right then and there. Yep. That you can work forward, and that's not confirmation bias because you're not looking to find why you were right. You're using fact patterns to prove why you're right. Totally makes sense. All right, another great episode. Hopefully, everybody got the same out of it afterwards. So, if I'm sitting here in an investor's shoes, what I'd be um, thinking to myself is, if I'm saying I feel, I think, or you know, I look back and I I I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I'm saying that, that's where I'm going to not make another decision based right. on those comments for my next investment. And if I'm going to look back in the past to confirm my next investment's good, I want it to be a a factual set of events that's allowing me to make that decision in the future. And it shouldn't just make me make the decision. They should be data points mm-hmm. in me saying, okay, here's some data points here. Now, based on what the environment's doing here and where I think this company, mutual fund, uh, investment trust, whatever it is, uh, this could be a good investment at that point. Would you say that's pretty accurate what I said? Exactly. Perfect. Awesome. Good episode, dude. Subscribe on your favorite streaming platform if you haven't already. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family.